Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Grove, where we share the wisdom and stories and insight from business owners. My name is John Cassie Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. I am the local Federation Small Business Membership Advisor and meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Jen. Welcome, Jen. Thanks for joining us. Hi, John. Thanks ever so much for having me today. Oh, real pleasure. Real pleasure. So tell us a bit about your business and how you got started in it. Of course, well, it's a pleasure. Thank you. So I, my name is Jen Becker. I'm based here in the beautiful New Forest. Very lucky to have this on our doorstep. And I run my own travel company. Um, so it's premium travel but based on a very personal service for the discerning traveller. Uh, my history, I, I dropped out of university, age 19, <laughs> hadn't quite found my calling in life, didn't know, didn't know what I wanted to do. I had great plans to just go off traveling, hit the road, and I took a job in a local hotel, a local forest hotel. Um, initially, my plans were maybe just to work there for a year, earn some money, uh, go off backpacking around Australia, New Zealand. Um, and as it was, I... I loved I loved working in the hotels. So I started off as a receptionist, um, quickly progressed to duty manager, uh, which meant that I was responsible for the health, the safety, the well-being um, of all the staff, all the guests um, who were on site at the time. And I actually met my future husband there. So I didn't go off backpacking around Australia and New Zealand <laughs> as planned. Um, and my husband, Chris, um, was planning on joining the British Army he was South African um, and was over here um, to join as a Commonwealth soldier um, so the travel plans quickly went out the window um, we got married uh, he was then based up in Wiltshire so so we moved up there and I continued working with hotels but took more of a back office role so reservations revenue management um, which I thoroughly enjoyed um, and ended up working for Longleat Hotels. So for Lord Bath, uh, sadly late Lord Bath, uh, they owned three hotels. So I was based at the estate office on Longleat uh, Estate, which was fabulous. And I have to say the best time of year was when it was closed to the public. And we used to go and eat, sit and eat our pat lunches, um, you know, amongst the penguins. We'd take a walk through the meerkat enclosure. Nobody else around. It was just wonderful. Um, and very sadly, my my husband um, died back in 2014 um, due to an accident at work in the army, um, at which time we had not long moved to Buckinghamshire. Um, I was actually working for... Hilton Hotels at the time. Um, I was a cluster revenue manager, so I was responsible for seven properties across Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. Um, and my family were all based down here in the New Forest. And um, after Chris passed away, uh, our daughter was three, just turned three at the time. So I felt a very long way away from family and friends. You know, great job, uh, Hilton as an employer, amazing, absolutely incredible. You know, the support that they offered me during that that very difficult time um but I I stayed up there for around another six months and and really I needed to be home I needed um I needed my parents <laughs> I needed my you know my old friends people people who'd known me my whole life I needed that support system um so I left Hilton at, you know I had a an open door to go back whenever I wanted um so moved back down here I actually took four years off work 
um, just to be mum to my daughter. Um, and, you know, that was actually the best decision I made at the time for both of us. We, we needed each other. Yes. Um, we needed just to, just to have time together and to create memories and have fun. Um, but there comes a time where one has to go back to work. <laughs> um, I think I could have got quite, quite used to just being mum otherwise. And, um, you know, I still felt that, that I had a lot to achieve, um, that I hadn't yet had the opportunity to do so. Um, I didn't want to go back to being employed. Um, you know, I wanted to be able to do the school run if it was sports day or, I don't know, a, a celebration assembly. I wanted to be there um, without having to, you know, shift swap or, or take annual leave. Um, and I've been very fortunate that my parents had helped me out a lot with childcare and, and continue to do so, <laughs> bless them to this day. Uh, so really for me, I wanted to, I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to be my own boss. Um, I have no trouble working hard, but I equally wanted to, I wanted to take those afternoons off or, or, or the weekends with my daughter. Um, so I looked back at my work history. Um, I particularly enjoy the travel and hospitality industry but as I say I wanted to work for myself Um, so I started researching and I came across travel counsellors so I did I looked at several um, home working travel companies and for me travel counsellors ticked all the boxes I run my business as I wish to you know I have to find all my clients I look after them it's my business model I find them the most amazing holidays which then go on to my bucket list as well (laughs) invariably um but travel counsellors they provide me and my clients with all the support you know they do all the the commercial contracting they've got a 24-7 duty office so I felt that was the best fit for me that would enable me to give my clients the best service possible as well um and that was two and a half years ago i haven't looked back it's it's been an incredible journey um i travel a lot (laughs) so i I may not have backpacked australia and new zealand when i was 19 but i'm making up for it now um and you know i take my daughter on some fabulous holidays We've, we've made so many amazing memories together um one of her favorite you know if i ask her what what is your best holiday you've ever been on? She'll tell you about the summer that we spent traveling around Thailand together, just the two of us. And we visited four or five different places, um, including Elephant Hills, which is um, a highly rated eco-friendly elephant sanctuary. So there's no chains. Um, they are elephants who used to work in the logging industry. Um, that when that was outlawed, they, they're, they're incredibly expensive to upkeep, as you can imagine, with all you know, the food and the land that they need. Um, so they created this eco-tourism centre and, and the, the guests, you have to stay overnight, they don't take day guests, um, I think it's a minimum of two nights. And you stay, it's a bit like glamping in the rainforest. And you have a, an hour or so interaction with the elephants, so they're not, you know, they're not overworked, you just feed them, you wash them. Um, and then the rest of the time is spent kayaking on rivers, um, paddle boarding on these, the most beautiful lakes, taking nature walks through the rainforest. And the elephant that we washed, an Indian elephant called Mercy. And I have the most beautiful photo of my daughter, who must have been seven at the time, 
just with her hand on Mercy's tr trunk, stood right in front of her. They're looking into each other's eyes. And it was phenomenal. They're such intelligent creatures. You know, there, were, there really was a connection on an emotional level between them. And, um, you know, I've taken my daughter to, to some amazing places, but that is the one memory that stands out above all others. So to be able to give her that opportunity as well, um, for me as a parent, is incredible. Fabulous. Wow, there's a lot there. So it's pretty much like you've designed the perfect working lifestyle. Yes, it, you know, it's it's taken work to get there. I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things I've had to learn um, these last two and a half years is time management, um, particularly when it is our own business. You know, there's so much passion involved and you give it your all. I respond to emails at 11 o'clock at night when they come in because they come in on my personal phone and you know I'm, I'm pretty sure my clients don't expect me to be replying to them at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> but I but I do it and um, you know when it when it is our own business um, it's it's a part of you you know the blood the sweat the tears that goes into building it up um, it's actually quite easy for it to take over your life yeah. um, so I have I have had to be very strict with myself and I'm very fortunate the way that I've built my business. It's it's based on quality, not quantity. So I don't have a huge client list. I have clients that travel several times a year that, that I build a very close relationship with that, that become friends, um, you know, over time. And they don't expect me to reply at 11 o'clock at night. But equally, you know, if they were to send me an urgent message or, or to, to, call me at 11 o'clock at night I would know it was urgent and I would take it of course I would um but I have had to to try and put some boundaries in place and, and those boundaries for me <laughs> that um you know I, I I found myself in the beginning um you know I'd be sat doing something with my daughter and my phone would would go and it was an email and I'd, I'd drop everything to reply to that email um which really went against everything I was trying <laughs> to build, you know, that elusive work-life balance um, that I think a lot of us strive for. Um, but it has got better with time. You know, I, I don't necessarily reply at 11 o'clock at night anymore. Um, or if I'm doing something with my daughter, if an email pings through and it's not urgent, I will finish what I'm doing with her before I reply. Yes. And I think that's a valuable lesson that if you run a business or a director, that, um, you know, you have to have those self boundaries because it's so easy to carry on working this day and age and miss out on the quality of other aspects of your life. Oh, it really is. And, and you know, the kids, particularly when they're that they're age, they, they want us there. They, they want to play with us. And, you know, I, I didn't want to get to a stage that I'd worked so hard, built this incredible business. But actually, when I then had time to spend with my daughter, she would rather be off with her friends <laughs> than <laughs> spending it with me. Um, so I have made a conscious decision you know, not to not to let the business get out of control. It's 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 my baby, and the the relationship I have with my clients is a very personal one, and I want to keep it that way whilst managing time with my daughter as well. Yes, that sounds excellent. Sounds like you you've you started to establish that balance in life and work. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody was interested in maybe talking to you about travel and going on a unique adventure, how would they contact you? 
Of course. So I absolutely love to meet my clients face to face. So the best thing to do is, is to give me a call. Um, the business number is 02380-070-010 or drop me an email, jen, J-E-N, dot becker, which is B-E-K-K-E-R, good Afrikaans surname, uh, at Travel Counselors. So T-R-A-V-E-L and then Counselors, C-O-U-N, S-E-L-L-O-R-S.com, jen.becker at travelcounselors.com. And the majority of my clients are local to the New Forest. So um, in normal times, <laughs> I would have met them for a coffee or a glass of wine um, and really you know, chat through, get to know them, get to know their preferences. Um, I have some clients who are based further afield and, and some who are expats overseas. And, and that's obviously not possible, unfortunately, to meet them in person. But um, you know, with technology these days, we can do a Zoom call or a WhatsApp video call. Um, but I it's definitely a relationship business. You know, I, I don't like to liaise with someone just via email or social media. Um, I want to really get to know them. And really the only way that I can put together the perfect holiday for them is by getting to know them. Otherwise it just becomes another generic, you know, ticking the boxes. Oh, this to hotel. Yeah. Great location. Super. But it might not be the right fit for them. Now, I'm sure there's lots of people eager for an adventure as they've been stuck in for a little while. Gosh, I am indeed one of those people, John. Um, as I mentioned, my husband was South African, so I, I take my daughter over there at least once a year to see the right. family and, and we go off exploring. And we should have been flying out this Saturday to South Africa and heading off to Mozambique on Monday, which is one of our favourite places. It's completely right. off the beaten track, the most beautiful beaches. Um but uh, as things are, our next trip to look forward to is Centre Parks. Um, so slightly different, <laughs> but I'm sure we'll still have a wonderful time. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Jen. And I'll put your contact details on the website as well. Yes, lovely. Thanks. I'm sorry, my surname is um, not the usual spelling, so much easier for somebody to be able to look it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So, so thank you for sharing your personal story with us as well and your insights into some time management tips for, especially for business owners. <laughs> so any questions, if you know anybody who runs a business who would like to be part of the podcast, um, please do send them my way and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners, such as free business banking, no charges for everyday banking services such as paying in checks and cash. It also includes a free chain facility so you can always have enough coins and notes when you need it most. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.